All right, welcome back, everybody. Little Joe's conservative corner. Uh, I'm going to go over Joe Biden and a few other things today. I'm a little bit annoyed with everything going on with the statues and uh, this leader of uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter movement calling for the removal of Jesus Christ. And I, I might be a little bit all over the place today, but just bear with me. I think we'll have a good time with everything one way or the other. <clears throat> um, Joe Biden, where are you at? 82 days since you had a news press conference. Where are you at, Sleepy? They got you in the basement. They got to wake you up out of your casket, get you moving here, get you on, show, on the uh, TV, get you on some type of interview. You got to get ready, Joe. Got to wake up. Got to get ready for the Trump. Because when you get on stage with him, there's no hiding in the basement. They're going to have to prop you out of the casket, stand you up. You're going to have to do the best you can, and uh, it ain't going to be good for you. But uh, Joe Biden's got a lot to explain, in my opinion. I mean, you're voting today. It's not for Joe Biden. Joe Biden's just a uh, just a figure. He, he's he's not. You know, it, you're not actually voting for him as the president. Joe Biden currently, uh, you know, unfortunately, and it's not a laughing matter or anything, but. He obviously has something uh, wrong there with the amount of uh, blunders that he's had. You know, I mean, there's obviously something wrong with the poor guy. With that being said, one way or the other, you can't hide out forever. You're going to have to come out. You're going to have to face Trump. <clears throat> you're going to have to do what any other uh, nominee for a presidential campaign has done. So Joe Biden being what Joe Biden is with all of his slip ups, you know, you have to answer for a lot of racist remarks, in my opinion. I mean, uh, they like to call out Trump as a racist. Well, you know, I've seen quite a bit of footage. I'm sure most people have, you know, Joe Biden with the whole you can't go to a Dunkin Donuts or a uh, 7-Eleven unless you have East Indian accent. Um, His three strike bill. That's another big one for him. You know, three strike bill put a lot of black people behind jail. Three strikes. You're out. Uh, I mean, not to mention over the course of his career, uh, some of his mentors, KKK leaders and everything else. And if you're, you know, such a non-racist, you know, what are you doing hanging out with KKK members? (laughs) You know, uh, I don't think they've linked anybody from the KKK to Trump yet. I haven't seen it. Uh, if you have and I'm wrong, shoot me an email, hit me on Twitter one way or the other. Let me know. I'm always willing to learn something new. Uh, but Joe has got uh, a lot to say about eight years of doing nothing under Obama. And what is he, 47 years with politics? And in 47 years, I mean, what has he really accomplished Uh, that's extremely notable. I think Joe's just gotten by being Joe. You know, you got a a good smile. Everybody likes him. They know he's kind of a dunce, and they just kind of, yeah, you know, Joe's just Joe. You know, that's that's what I see anyways. I mean, right now, currently, in his current state, again, you're – you're voting for the left. You're voting for the deep state. You're voting for the anarchist. You are voting for the revolution in their opinion of the United States. You are voting for the socialism of the United States to become socialist. I probably didn't say that too right, but, uh, you know, this one's going to be raw and uncut. I'm not doing a whole lot of editing. Uh, I've been having a pretty rough day looking at all the news feeds and everything, so I'm just going for it. So I hope you appreciate this is all rough and raw. Um, being that... 
Joe will just basically sit in the office for PR and take his pictures and they'll, uh, again, you know, prop him up and he'll wave his little hand and everything that is actually going to be meaningfully, meaning, meaningfully decided upon is going to be through whoever else is in his cabinet. Uh, definitely not Joe. So right now, your vote is a vote for either A, socialism, or B, we continue on with capitalism in the American way. That's one or the other. Trump's your capitalist. Joe's your socialist party. And it depends how you want to go forward and what you want to see for your future. Me personally, I'm going Trump all the way. Capitalist, I feel like if God gave you the ability and you got the brain mind, the brain for it and the mindset for it, and you can make it and you, you know, develop a great business and you're making hand over fist money, I don't think that it's somebody else who's just a freeloader should get part of your money. I think that you work hard for it and you keep your own money. And, you know, uh, also, obviously, from you know, the few podcasts that you've already heard, you know I'm a believer in God. I am absolutely pro-life. I don't believe in abortion at all. Uh, I want less taxes, less government interference, and I just want to basically enjoy my life, go about my day, unlike what's going on currently with all the narrative of the coronavirus and trying to keep everybody locked down and giving us their little socialist run to see how much us as Americans will take uh, of their crap to be a socialist nation, which I, I've about had it with that as well. Um, but Joe Biden, you know, last time I saw him, they're all complaining that, oh, Trump's rally, he didn't bring in as much as he thought he would bring in. There was only, what, 6,200 people that packed into a 19,000-seat stadium. <clears throat> and you look at that compared to Joe Biden sitting outside in at a table where everybody's six feet apart, and it looked like there was about 15 people there while he's answering questions. And you got to wonder... You know, how is this man even capable of potentially beating Trump? Uh, there's no charisma. There's nothing there. There's nothing for people to grab onto. What's Joe's message? All of his messaging that's coming out so far is from his campaign. You know, it's from his managers and, and all the people that are you know, doing all that behind-the-scene work. It's not actually from Joe. But what does he stand for? What does he believe in? You know, would Joe... Uh, Stop people from tearing down statues? How does Joe feel about him wanting to get rid of Jesus Christ, all images of Jesus Christ? You know, is Joe okay with the, uh, I call them the anonymous zones, because you can name it whatever you want to name it. The question is, who's really behind it? I think we all kind of know, but that's why I call them the anonymous zones, sir. Is he okay with them creating anonymous zones, spray painting all over monuments, desecrating everything that this country is, was, and still stands for? Did he, does he care about the past? Does he realize that we've learned from the past and that's how we've moved forward? Or does he just, you know, not think of anything? It's raindrops and lollipops in his mind, you know, all day. I don't, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know where he's at at the moment. But he's got a lot of questions that need to be answered because these are questions that you know they're going to ask Trump. There is no way Trump's getting out of this with any of the left-wing media outlets that he's not going to have to answer the same exact questions. It's just not going to happen. It's not realistic. So Joe needs to be held to the same standard that they're holding President Trump to. You need to answer the same questions that Trump's answering. You don't get a free pass just because, you know, they got to... Uh, 
you get put the paddles on you, bring you back to life, and pull you out the casket, and hope that uh, whatever's rattling around upstairs, something halfway that makes sense comes out. No, it, it don't go that way. I mean, you know, I know President Obama. When Joe Biden says, well, look at this. It's a really sharp, dressed, intelligent black person. Like there's no other. Obama was the only one. I mean, what kind of racial statement is that? Uh, and it goes on and on and on. You know, Joe's, Joe is just, I guess, Joe. Yeah, I, I think personally that there's a pretty good chance he's not going to make it to the election. I think there's a good chance that Joe ends up dropping out for health reasons, obviously. And I think that there's a good you know, possibility that at the last minute they're going to substitute him with somebody else that can actually try to go toe-to-toe with Donald Trump. Because i got to tell you one thing, man. I watched, and I was extremely excited, excited to see it, I watched the rally the other night on TV, and it's been a while. And to see Trump back in his natural environment, that's what he likes. That's what he feeds into. He gets the crowd pumped up. He gets people pumped up. He's very articulate. He likes to be funny. He tells you stories. I mean, it, it's a great show. Yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to do one in person. Hopefully, he'll come to my town and I get a chance to. But he's, uh, he's got that charisma about him. You know, Joe, it's, it's like going to a funeral. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I don't like I said I don't see the the allure there. Oh yeah, Joe Biden, he's great, man. What does Joe stand for? Oh, you know, heck if I know. <laughs> heck if anybody knows. So, uh but yeah, Trump in his natural environment doing a great job. Uh love watching him and I know that uh I'd seen a couple different postings um and I was trying to check and there was a little bit of a debate there, but I saw that Fox had their best night with um I saw one report that said 5.3, and I saw another one that said 7.2 million viewers tuned in to watch President Trump give his rally. Now, you can't tell me that Joe Biden can only pull 15 people live, you know, to come see him at this little uh, picnic table that he was sitting at there. And you have a president who's pulling anywhere, let's, let's, let's go on the low end, say five to seven million people watching this on TV, 6,000 people that showed up in person. You cannot tell me there's no way Joe Biden wins this election. There's not. However, they're trying real hard because you got the all the left pushing for mail-in ballots, and we all know mail-in ballots, that's about the easiest way to cheat ever. I'm sure you're going to get ballots of people that have been dead for 200 years in there that they're going to all of a sudden come back to life just to vote for Joe. So I'm a, totally against the mail-in ballot. Um, and again, I don't see how this guy loses. With that being said, we have to do our due diligence. Got to talk to people. You got to look stuff up. We got to get people out there. We got to get people pumped up. You got to get people out to the polls. We got to go out like we're losing, like it's the fourth quarter. We got the ball. We're down by six, and we got to score that touchdown. We got to kick that extra point. We got to make it. That's how we got to – that's how we as a people need to act at this moment. We need to act like we're losing. You can't get comfortable. You can't get complacent. You can't say, hey – you know, no big deal. He's got it in the bag. I'm not going to go out and vote this time because of coronavirus or whatever else, you know, that they're feeding us. No, you get out there and you vote and you make sure you vote for Trump. 
Because if you love America, you want to see your kids enjoy the th- same things you enjoyed growing up, you want a future, you want to look at that little retirement home, or you enjoy, you want to go fishing, you want to do what you want to do, you vote for Donald Trump. If you want to go to a socialist where they're going to tell you what to do, how to live, what you can have, what you can't have, you're going to be poor, scraping by like everybody else, crime is going to be through the roof, it's going to be a miserable situation, then you vote for Joe. It's, it's a pretty cut and dry. So... Please get out there, do what you know you need to do, support the president. Trump needs it now more than ever. We need him now more than ever, especially with everything going on uh, today, with everything that we've been watching on the news, the statues, the uh, book burning, and everything else that they're doing out there. So I've also been seeing a lot of extremely violent videos of people getting beat up and robbed and everything else. And it's terrible to watch. I cringe when I watch some of them. You feel so bad for some of these people. And it's like, they don't even deserve it. Why are you getting beat up? Because uh, they've rowdied up these degenerates to come up and beat you, you know, beat you up a decent civilized person. You're just going about your day and you get attacked for no reason. You know, they were trying to, uh, make this young lady look like she was some type of right-wing extremist uh, that uh, she was being attacked by a bunch of protesters. You can call them protesters. They're really rioters. Uh, But she's being attacked by them. And they're pulling at her in the car. And I believe one one of the guys there ripped a dreadlock out of her hair. Well, she got scared. She hits the gas. You know, she, she runs a dude over. He's, he flies in the air, looks like a rag doll in the air, uh, goes to stop the car. Another guy pulls out a gun, takes off again. But what does she do? Through all that, scared for her life. Right, you know, I think any young lady, any adult lady, anybody, older lady, okay, even some young men or older men, at that situation, that many people, you don't know what they're going to do. So what do you do? You punch the gas. You get out of there. And she did the right thing. The next morning, what'd she do? She turned herself in. Hey, this is what happened, and I ran this guy over. I was scared for my life. Who's getting charged? They are, and they should, rightfully. You can't block roads in America. You can't take zones over. This is not for you. You hate this country so much. Do what we all really want you to do anyways, which is leave. Go somewhere else. See how much greener the grass is on the other side. And when you're done getting abused over there, don't come crying and crawling back to us after you just, oh, I didn't realize what I had until it was gone. I don't want to hear that. You know what? You need to realize what you have in the current time frame. I'm sure all of you know what you got. I know what I got. I love America. I'm happy to be here. I love what it is. Now, we are imperfect. That's the point of a nation. Is there any perfect nation? Does anybody know where it's just complete bliss? There is one place that I know of. However, I don't know anybody that's actually been there until either I get there or I don't. And it's certainly not on this planet. Okay? So that might be the place that's perfect. But as far as here is concerned, you hear horror stories from other countries. In, in the Arab countries, uh, I don't remember which one it was in particular. They had uh, a group of Christians, and they were inside cages. And uh, I was wondering what was going on at first because I was watching the video, and I, I'm not understanding what was happening. And you see this guy in a cage, and they set the bottom of the cage on fire and just let the guy scream and burn. So when you find out why 
because he was a Christian. Because he was a Christian. And you people are complaining about what? You can be whatever you want to be here. I mean, in these days and times, you can be whatever gender you want to be. Uh, you know, according to the liberal media, there's like, I don't know, what, 200 of them now? <laughs> I, I've only ever seen two. But hey, you know, maybe I was misinformed somewhere. No, I don't really think so because most species only really have two. So I'm going to kind of stick with my two theory, but you can have whatever you want on there. Um, you know, here, you want to be whatever you want to be. And you're not going to get burned at the stake for it. Yeah, I mean, you got people like these people that are Marxists, that are trying to take down the country. They're communists. And what are we doing? Most other countries, they'd move in there and they would clear you out forcefully without any questions. Here, you try to talk to people. You pat them on the head. We're going we're gonna to work with you. We're going to get you out. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I respect President Trump and I understand both sides of the spectrum here. I understand why he's not going in and I understand why he should go in. Okay. Number one, you don't take over nowhere in the United States, period. I don't care, period. Number two, I understand why he's not going in because the guy's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. If he goes in there and God forbid someone dies, that's it. He's the devil. If he doesn't go in there, then people, I'm sure conservatives, like myself, you're going to be like, hey, man, you need, you need to send somebody in here to take that over. This can't continue. This can't go on. So he's getting it from both ends. That's a really tough decision to make, in my opinion, if you're Donald Trump. You don't know what to do. I'm sure he knows what he would like to do, but at the same time, he's trying to salvage the United States. Now, I like what he did today. Um, he signed an executive order ordering... Uh, states to protect their monuments. I love that. He's also was talking about some type of, uh, you know, prison time for people that are pulling them down. I love that too. Cause I, you cannot desecrate our statues. Okay. You, you can't, it's whether you like what they have done or not, it is history. That is American history. That is where we were this is where we are now but we would never be here if we weren't there i know that's a little complicated for the simple minds like all the people on the left to understand but you only make progress from knowing your failures in the past which is why we are where we are today you don't see any slaves today i don't see any slaves today okay no matter what they say I haven't seen one. As a matter of fact, I don't think most people have seen a slave in their lifetime because it got abolished, what, 155 years ago? So I don't think too many people have seen slaves at all anyways. I'm just saying. With that being said, how dare this Black Lives Matter uh, head official, I don't remember his name offhand, um, but how dare he actually come forward and say that we need to pull down all statues and, and likenesses of Jesus Christ. His name, by the way, is uh, Sean King. Okay, how dare you say that? You ain't taking down my Jesus. Sorry, not going to happen. Okay, I got a real problem with that. And I hope that most people do. Because there's this little thing in the Constitution. Uh, one of the main reasons that the founding fathers uh, created their own country, freedom of religion, you know, 
Why is it that us as Christians are always being attacked? Why are you attacking our monuments? Why are you attacking Jesus Christ? They're not attacking any, any uh, uh, Muslims. They're not attacking any of their likenesses to God. You're not attacking anybody else. Why are we always under attack? What, what, what have we done to be attacked like this? No, you need to leave Jesus out of this. I got a severe problem with that. That, that really bothered me when I saw it. Uh, I read upon it. This is a ignorant person with an ignorant idea following an ignorant ideology. Okay. And just as you should treat an ignorant person should be ignored and not taken, not to be taken seriously. And I would hope that in every city, in every state, if somebody starts to attempt to do something like that to any likeness of Jesus Christ, that they will handle that the correct way because that, my friends, is in the Constitution, freedom of religion. We are allowed to have that out there, period, the end. I'm a constitutionalist. I don't care. That is one of our rights. And hopefully, we can get a few people to actually grow some uh, grow a backbone and actually stand up for it. We'll see how that goes. Another thing that I saw was the whole uh, Aunt Jemima. We're going to remove Aunt Jemima from from the syrup and the box. I mean, really? Does anybody here notice? I don't know if anybody found it odd, but me. But as much as uh, you know, you're going to say that you're pro-black. Why are you removing all black faces off of merchandise? That seems to be more like anti-black. I know that the, I think it's the great-great-grandson of the actual Aunt Jemima, the original one. I forget her name offhand. Uh, She did work for them. Uh, I don't know what her compensation was. I did try to find it at one point. I don't really see anywhere where it says her compensation was. But, I mean, this lady is a part of history. His family probably holds pride every time they go into a grocery store and see that that's a depiction of their great grandparent. And it's a wonderful thing that shows you how far we've come. The other problem I have with that is, I don't know when I've gone through the grocery store, I've never looked at Aunt Jemima and said to myself, Whoa, that's racist. Oh my God. Look at that. That's uncle Ben. Huh? Look at that racist. I don't know. When I saw uncle Ben, he gives me the impression of what they want him to be, which is like a Louisiana jazz singer. So I'm thinking music. I'm thinking fun. I'm thinking horns. I'm thinking partying. Uh, I certainly wasn't thinking racism. I don't know. And the whole Eskimo pie thing, really? Is that what we're doing? The Eskimo pie? That's our fighting point going forward? That's what we're going to fight about? An Eskimo pie and ice cream? Are you kidding me? The other one I saw on Twitter, which I thought was just... Uh, hysterically stupid, okay, was uh, Mary Poppins when the chimney sweeps, which was an actual job of those times, because they had soot on their face, they would consider that um, offensive, that it's it's like a black face. What the heck do you think chimney sweeps looked like that clean chimneys in those times? They're sweeping soot off the inside of the chimney in case that kind of mist at the moment there. I mean, you're not going to be nice and clean looking. It's not like their faces were completely black. They actually looked dirty, which was kind of the point because they're getting hammered with soot. I mean, anybody seen Mary Poppins? Love the movie, but am I wrong? I mean, racist? 
No, let's can we can we not? Where's Julie London? Now, she needs to say something about that. I, if I was her, I'd be highly offended because that's a timeless classic, especially for the children. And to be called out as a racist because of that film, I, that's probably her most iconic film that she ever did. I mean, really? You're going to go after that? I don't know what's going on in these days and times. Things are getting crazy. Uh, this news cycle has gotten me a little bit crazy, which is probably why this podcast sounds nothing like the ones before it. I actually feel a little bit more energized. I kind of like the style I'm doing this one, and I'm just going to continue to go forward and do them this way. It's better for me. It's more therapeutic to get it out. Hopefully some of you listen, do your homework, look up stuff for yourself. I appreciate your time. I hope you like what you hear. Keep on coming back. You can follow me at uh, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N on Twitter, and you can email me the same at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed evening.